0: Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Shitty Christians. I'm your host Zachary Allard, and I'm Michael Tabor. And Michael, we're back in the saddle. We're back in real life. Yeah, I've been uh, sojourning all around the world. You really
1: have. You fucking it's like it's like an influencer life. You're just disappearing into the it's ether, true. popping up at various mm-hmm. hotels, and and I, who knows what else.
0: I was at one point in, like the middle of the night in this like hotel in Atlanta. Uh huh. And it was because, like, my plane got delayed, whatever, and it was their fault. They have to put you up. But the thing, I was there for four hours total. Oh, wow. Between flights. And it's, like, it's better than staying at the, 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 uh, wow, the airport. (laughs) (laughs) But only marginally. Yeah, I was going to say. But there's a greater tragedy here. So you get in, and the place is, like, decorated like an Ikea
1: of course like all yeah.
0: new like all newish hotels now that are like below and above a certain price grade mm-hmm. it's like you it's just like press board and like attempts at being quirky like there's mm. like a weird light
1: the airbnbification of all hotels yes is like a real fucking yes. obnoxious thing
0: um but i lay down on the bed and it seems like a good thing but it's a great tragedy it's one of the, probably the most comfortable hotel bed i've been on in a decade wow. maybe longer yeah it was insane. Just like sunk pillow, fall instantly to sleep. Then of course I'm up for like four Jeez.
1: hours.
0: <laughs> but I am now back in sunny, beautiful, breezy Los Angeles. There you
1: go. Yeah, I'm proud of you for waking up. I It was so hard. Have dude. you ever missed a flight? Have you ever slept through a flight?
0: Never slept through a flight. Okay. Uh I've never really missed a flight because of my fault.
1: Ah, uh, yes. Didn't you get your laptop stolen? in did. There I was months?
0: in. That, did I talk about that on the pod?
1: Maybe, but it was a I couple, don't know. it's a long time ago. Yeah,
0: people don't really listen to us. Yeah, why? Would, um, please, why
1: would anyone ever? I
0: think it was the Christmas. Yeah, it was Christmas in nineteen, so it was right wow. before the pandemic. So that was not a couple. Jesus. Okay. All right. Yes. I mean, it wasn't that. You know, if i was supposed to say it wasn't that long ago, it was about two years ago, and um, I uh. Yeah, I was going through the security line in LAX, and I put my, you have to take your laptop and put it in a separate thing, and I. it took me a while to get through to the other side, mm-hmm. and my laptop beat me, and another guy just, like, took it.
1: Just fucking jacked and it. And
0: amazing, so you're in LAX, in LA, probably yeah. the most photographed place and one of the most photographed cities in the world that's not London.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: And I go to the cops, and I, I will say this because they're airport cops,
1: they're just pretty chill. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: In this case, they didn't
1: immediately start beating you. so that's an upgrade from (laughs) LAPD.
0: Uh, And they find the guy. They're like pretty. They not like. Let me back up. They find the guy on the cameras. Oh, okay. Oh, they show me the footage. Like I'm back there, and like you know when you're walking through an airport. Oh, they took you in the back. No, like they have like a raised dais where they sit. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. The panopticon. Yeah, they're like I'm in the panopticon (laughs)
1: with the dudes.
0: And they're like, yeah, that's the guy. No, that's crazy. And, they're, and I'm like, so you can go get him, right? Because like he's in a place where you need your ID yeah, to Yeah, he get literally into. would have had
1: to have shown his, his ID to walk into the security line. To
0: a person I can see yeah. right there. <laughs> and they're like, well, no. <laughs> but we can go like look or see if he got on his next plane. I'm Incredible. like, but like you know where he's going. You yeah. can get his ticket and information. They're like, yeah, but there's nothing we can do if he's on a plane. Like you could tell the the other cops, like if you like <laughs> steal a pack of gum in this town, you're yeah, gonna get yeah, tased. Yeah. Like yeah, but you know, blah blah
1: blah. Yeah, but you know, we don't really care. That's not
0: what this is for. Yeah,
1: right? yeah, yeah. <laughs> See, not- you're making a classic mistake of thinking <laughs> the police are here to protect you, when in fact our job is to protect other better people from you that that is very much the case Uh. (laughs) that's so funny
0: and, and uh, that was the last I ever saw my laptop. And the dude just got away with it, which is just like amazing to me. I have to say the balls on that guy. Yeah,
1: in a security line, like like listen, we all know. Of course. That the TSA is a joke. We all understand that Obviously. this is this is security theater. No one is actually being <laughs> helped and protected here. But props to that yep. man for I internalizing guess. that lesson yep. enough to be like, I can steal a thousand dollar plus yep. machine in front of all of these people, and they're gonna watch me do it, and they ain't gonna do shit.
0: It's, it's a remarkable crime. I, yeah. I kind of... Uh, at this point, you just have to give it to him.
1: Yeah. Like, wow, yeah, my God. I mean, you did. You right, gave it to yeah.
0: him. <laughs> um, and I'm really curious, given the passcode, what his fucking plan was. And that yeah. was a PC. It's not worth that much unless you can unlock it. Mm-hmm. So, I guess good job, dude. Yeah, well
1: done. <laughs> I, I, well done. Enjoy uh, that Dell XPS. For- yeah,
0: that thir- Dell XPS 13 that you can't unlock.
1: Uh, listen... Listen, you don't know what he's doing with that laptop. Maybe, maybe he didn't need to unlock it for anything. Yeah, maybe on. he just like
0: sits on his desk. Is yeah. it, like
1: maybe it's just a, it's his little it's his little tr- trophy. Like so he d- he just gets to know.
0: He d- yeah, he just gets to like look at my like initials on a screen and I'm not be able to. Unlock or he
1: it. he literally gets to his destination. He's like, "Fuck, I took the wrong <laughs> laptop, and there's nothing I can do to unfuck this scenario. I just." Have someone else's laptop that I, I can't unlock. I
0: like this interpretation yeah. that he and he just threw it in the trash. Yeah, he's <laughs> just, <laughs> just like,
1: well, shit. <laughs> <laughs> what do you do at that point?
0: I guess you could call LAX lost and found, but you're not doing that. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Come on, come on. He's from Cleveland. <laughs> he's from Cleveland. Forget about it, Zach. It's Cleveland.
0: Um. <laughs> So yeah, that has been my my sojourn. Flying has gotten flying is terrible. Don't fly. Yeah, never, never. No one do wears that. a mask. I didn't get COVID because apparently, right this second, I'm very fortunate and or potentially invincible. Yeah, yeah. But don't fly.
1: Yeah. Zach is convinced that he is immune to COVID. Zach Zach has a pet theory.
0: I think I'm immune to it through the current iteration, mm-hmm. but at any point, it could change and come get my ass.
1: Yeah. Um. I'm just. I'm it just- hasn't so far. That's true. I mean, me either.
0: Yeah, it hasn't gotten either of us. Yeah, but and, like, to you've be fair, I live flown. like a hermit. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you don't go places, and we also like wear at 95s right now. Constantly. Just, just,
1: I, I don't know how to take it off at this point.
0: I mean, but you know what? What You don't want to see what's under there.
1: Okay, so this week we're doing a news roundup. <laughs> um, we're going to be talking about a lot of just the things that have been happening in the world, because God damn it, they just keep happening.
0: I, I, you know, I was told by uh, Fukuyama in the late '90s that history was done, that it was over. <laughs> I think Stupid of, ass I, I want to do a whole ep. I actually want to do a segment on the end of history because it's ins- it becomes inc- with every day, of course, yeah. more insane. He still has a job. I think it's Stanford. Yeah, he's yeah, still yeah. making like a quarter million dollars a year. To be the most wrong person that has ever lived—that's <laughs> uh, a—that's a high bar. No, I think he clears it. You said history was over while like genocide
1: was happening in the Balkans. Fuck is wrong with you, my guy? It's—it's it's incredible. Like in Just Europe. Like, yeah. <laughs> Uh we, we should actually dig into I would to like that. To. And and maybe I think at some point it would be fun to get more into the academic grifters. Like yeah, I, I have got uh-huh. a lot to say about Malcolm Gladwell being a piece of shit and I of haven't course. had the opportunity to say it yet.
0: Malcolm Gladwell and Fukuyama like being like rich and famous while being wrong for the reasons they're rich yes. and famous
1: is bizarre. It's incredible <laughs> that we like we think of like TED Talks now kind of derogatorily. Mm, sure, of course. But we miss the fact that like Modern academia has been shitty tech talks for, like, the last 40 years. Like, yeah. this is nothing new. Like, people saying things that make rich and powerful people feel good as a method of making a, like, fairly mm-hmm. yeah. uh, successful career is, like, a thing that goes way back.
0: But, yeah. And, I mean, all we'd have to do is go back, like, 60 years before these guys emerged. Mm-hmm. And it was just straight-up eugenics anyway. Yeah, 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 Like, yeah. I'm going to say, science has never been science and we'll have to bring Kelsey back for that episode Boom. because she's an actual scholar. But I think that's that's where we want to end that mm, now. Do
1: we really want smart people on this podcast?
0: Historically, no. Yeah, okay. <laughs> like, so- what
1: are we t- Well, what are we talking about? We're talking about a lot of things. And I, I'm not going to list them all now because there's, there's a lot of things. Because first, fuck you, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's because, why. Because keep listening, <laughs> listener. That's what you're here for. You hit play. I didn't hit play for you. That was your choice. Yeah. Now you're true. stuck.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you don't know how that iPhone works. Yeah, yeah. You just What's got a it pause today? button?
1: What's, what the fuck is a pause button but first <laughs> some personal news if we're talking mm, about things yes. of national import <laughs> i have a story to tell <laughs> because up until about two yeah after my ago, five minute seinfeld bit flying. i was uh this <laughs> a little this is a little story time a little story time hour we did a story time episode last week but you know what life keeps happening so here we go dear listeners <laughs> last saturday i'm gonna take you back then whoa just got home from work sitting on the porch with my wife, drinking a beer, talking about her day. Mm -hmm. Suddenly, Mm -hmm. she falls silent (laughs) in the middle of conversation.
0: man, classic, classic partner wife.
1: (laughs) I glance over. She's looking at her phone. I ask her what's up, and she hands me her phone, and on the phone is a picture of a baby chick. (laughs) Not only a baby chick, but a baby chick in distress not in the mm. picture but just in general. Sure. As it turns out, one of our neighbors purchased this baby chick just a few hours ago, fully intending to feed it to their pet snake. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That was this chick was being dangled like Batman villain style <laughs> over a snake's cage. But unfortunately for this for this uh, owner, the chick was just a little too cute couldn't do it. Couldn't do wow. it. Wow. Okay. So this person was now asking for any help caring for this baby chick. And uh, this is maybe a good time to pause the story and mention my wife loves chickens. and i think it's important for our listeners to have a little context for like how yes. much my wife loves chickens. yes so not only did my wife grow up raising chickens but she grew up raising show chickens she <laughs> she was belonged to her forage group and so uh, yes show chickens yeah yeah that normal a thing. thing that happens <laughs> uh if you're if you're astounded by this don't worry dear listener this was basically the first six months of our relationship is mm-hmm. this this narrative slowly unfurled where not only did she grow up raising chickens was she in 4-h did she do chicken showmanship where mm-hmm. you would hold the chicken in very particular ways show off the various parts of said chicken yes but she was like dedicated to this mm-hmm. she volunteered with her 4-H group every year at the county fair so she would be caring for hundreds of chickens that were brought in for this uh one year when a bird flew meant that they could not have chickens mm-hmm. at the state fair or the mm-hmm. county fair i guess uh the Forage Group decided that instead of not doing chicken showmanship because sure. they had no chickens, right. they would instead ask people to construct their own chickens so that they could still model the act of showmanship upon their fake chickens. Dr. Frankenstein's style, yeah. creating an abomination against God. So my wife then went on my to. My wife. <laughs> sew a chicken from scratch. Whoa. Full size with a working egg chute. So that you could stick a little plastic egg up there and squeeze it in a particular Wait, place.
0: Did she create a cloaca on this, <laughs> on this like plushy chicken? Yeah,
1: I don't know if chickens have clitorises, but if they do, <laughs> it was definitely <laughs> present on the. It was an anatomically anatomically correct chicken. Let's just say that. Not only that, she won first place. Well, so yes. currently proudly displayed <laughs> yes. in our home is a trophy with a chicken on top <laughs> that says "Best Sonar stuff Poetry," <laughs> County Fair, of whatever year. It's an incredible thing. One of my favorite objects in the film. We have an assortment of belt buckles related to her chicken related accolades. Mm-hmm. Okay, let me sum this up. She named her chickens after feminist icons. <laughs> so she had a chicken named Harriet. Never thinking for a second it was perhaps problematic <laughs> to name a leader of the civil rights movement right. after, an a- or name an animal famous for its cowardice <laughs> after a civil rights leader who was out there fucking capping racist and shit. <laughs> and of course she didn't think that because she loves chickens.
0: Right. No, because there's no distinction. Her
1: greatest it. complaint about L.A. Not enough space to raise chickens. But now there's a chicken <laughs> in distress. <laughs> 1.3 miles away from us. And I see this picture and I read this post. I know immediately we're taking in this chicken. Of course. It's happening. There's no question. But yeah. I do have some questions. <laughs> like, can we assemble the necessary things to keep this chicken alive in the next hour? So we're doing some Googling. Turns out, yes, there's a pet store with the heat lamp. There's another pet store with chick feed. Boom, done, handled. Second question Are baby chicks Wait. loud? Chick feed in LA. You're just talking about brunch. All right. All right. I'll, I'll give it to you. Thank I'll you. give it to you. It's a, it's a little a little sexist, but I'll give it to you. All right. <laughs> um, I enjoy brunch. I love brunch. Yeah. I don't know. You're, you're a brunch-ass <laughs> motherfucker. Brunch you, is, you brunch super brunch hard. Brunch is the best meal of the day. Uh, brunch is a pretty good meal. I agree with you that. You can have
0: savory. You can have sweet. You can have both. And then you can have whatever bev you want. You can have caffeine. You can have
1: alcohol. Preferably both. Probably the drunkest I've ever been is actually <laughs> with Zachary Allard at a Bottomless Mimosa brunch where we stayed for hours oh yes they cut us off yep and then (laughs) my at the time girlfriend texted me being like hey do you want to hang out and i realized as drunk as i've ever been i needed to go hang out with this person and stumbled my way to a social interaction i am sure i butchered while zach stumbled back to my apartment and vomited in my bathtub We were way younger. Yeah, yeah, this was this is this is younger. Over years. a decade. This hence. is this is not, not a thing that we do currently, but still it remains in my mind Probably the drunkest I've I thought I've about ever this been.
0: the other day. I think we killed four bottles of champagne together.
1: Uh, yeah, I have no idea how many bottles. Roughly. I, what roughly. I remember is that they, they allowed you to do the mimosas with cranberry, and that was an extremely dangerous thing. Because my yeah. only complaint about mimosas mm-hmm. is too much sugar. It gets unpleasant yeah, after a while. It does. The cranberry, despite, of course, having a lot of sugar, and you still get that bitterness, that mm-hmm. just helps the whole thing go down smooth. It was a problem. Anyways, back on topic. <laughs> so I ask, are baby chickens loud? And my wife, bless her, lovely lovely heart and her extremely rose colored glasses <laughs> says no no they're they're tiny they're not too loud and i in my foolishness trust this one yeah
0: i mean that's going
1: on years of mistakes i had google in my hand but here we go <laughs> so we go get the baby chick i immediately go out and get the heat lamp she's holding the baby chick it's adorable it's a very cute baby she's a little yellow one ounce ball of fluff yeah um Thus sets out the next five days of my life <laughs> that are, in fact, a blur. Uh, because as it turns out, here's a couple of things you might want to know about baby chicks. One, they sleep like newborn babies. Uh, it's 30 to 90 minutes on, 30 to 90 minutes off, and you're not going to get any more sleep than that because the other thing about baby chicks is they're fucking loud. <laughs> <laughs> We're in an apartment, baby chicks <laughs> living in my bathroom. Uh, there is, there's nothing we can do to, to stop this chick from being loud other than keep it close to us. Cause another little thing about baby chicks is they're very social creatures. This makes <laughs> sense intuitively. You don't have too many right. like chickens yeah. raising a single chick. They, they, they're not like dogs. They can't mm. substitute human companionship. Right. Like they they yeah. really need baby chicks. So if you're going to raise a baby chick on your own for whatever reason, like you rescued the baby chick from, from a snake's <laughs> mouth. Or- I,
0: I, okay. Briefly, did the snake get to eat? Is the snake just hungry? Yeah. Is the snake just slithering around? I'm
1: pretty sure. I'm pretty sure they were going to get their regular assortment of mice they would feed the snake. Mm -hmm. And they just, they got the baby chick thinking it would be a nice little treat. Nice little treat for the little (laughs) snakey poo. Um, But just couldn't do it. Just couldn't do it.
0: No, I respect it, but also I'm worried about the snake now.
1: (laughs) Uh,
0: So. So you, so you are like tending to this baby.
1: Yeah, yeah. So. For the next five days, I would say 80% of my life is, like, chick care. Yes. Yes. That's about right from the outside. Yeah, yeah. So, like, the chick will quiet down when it is on you, which results Mm. in this very cute thing where, like, you hold the baby chick. The baby chick promptly falls asleep on your chest, Mm -hmm. sleeps for a while. It's very cute. Yeah. Uh, The baby chick also ferocious. Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely insane. The thing was, like, we had to... Like, create new holding mechanisms for it, like, three times just to keep it from escaping. (laughs) Which is important, because if it escapes its heat lamp overnight, it's going to fucking die. It needs to be in an ambient temperature that's, like, super fucking high. So, like...
0: Well, okay. It lives in L.A. like all of us. Yeah.
1: Thankfully, we were in the middle of a heat wave. That did help. Uh, So, yeah. So, here's what happens. The baby chick sleeps peacefully on... Your thing, your chest for like 90 minutes, super adorable. But then, of course, when you put it back down, well it's 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 awake now. Now it's it, it got its sleep, so now it's just going to go immediately back to screaming at you to pick it up uh and it can be surprisingly piercing it was an adorable chick but it was absolutely fucking exhausting and when we took this thing in we had no idea where it was going oh we know it's an apartment chicken we can't keep it (laughs) Uh, but we also don't know the breed of the chicken we don't know Mm. the sex of the chicken and so that that severely limits where it can even go because a lot of people with like backyard chickens can't take in a rooster because that's not going to go well there's ordinances against it and shit so like we are calling animal rescues we are trying to find a good home for this chick five days in we finally thanks to brianna's like network of people who care about nature and shit on instagram was able to find somebody not far from us that not only was able to take the chick in but like works at like a charter a hippie charter school Uh that does like ecological like Training for kids. Uh, they spent 14 years transforming the school into this oasis. You went there; it was beautiful. They had grapes growing. They had a chicken flock. They had ducks. Like oh. <laughs> really a magical place. Yeah, just in the middle of like Southern LA. Uh, and so finally, we found a loving soul who was able to take in the chick. It was a happy ending, and that is how the story ends. Um,
0: I think you need to. T- I think you should end the story with how Bella, the 60-pound oh, yeah. okay. pit okay. bull. <laughs>
1: yeah. So we also have a 60 to 65-pound pit bull. Absolutely terrified of this check.
0: right I need we should describe Bella, yeah. Bella, adorable, yeah, that just covered in velvet, beautiful dog, but.
1: Pure muscle. 60 yeah, she's pounds a pibble.
0: She's a pipple She's sixty pounds of like chest and head. She's a
1: sentient brick, like, right? Yeah, <laughs> like <laughs> it, with jaws. Like it, it is insane how much muscle this dog is. Like like a lot of pibbles. Yeah, yeah. They're no, muscular breed. We love pibbles. Um, we, we
0: stand if you say a bad word about pibbles, you will be so blocked. So for the, the first district.
1: couple days, we're very careful about yeah, keeping yeah. the chick of away because the chick makes the same noises as creaky toys. We're like, this is not a good combo. <laughs> uh, you know, we we just need to be careful. Yeah. But eventually, uh, after a couple days. We like, you know, have the, the dog just comes peering around a corner yep. looking at the chick. And I'm in between the dog and the chick. The d- dog's not getting by. Chick's on the floor running around. And all of a sudden the chick tears off running towards me. Uh, and the dog freaks the fuck out. <laughs> just like, loses it. Runs to the corner, shaking, <laughs> cowering, pain dog expression. Just absolutely terrified. Wanted nothing to do with it. So for the next five days, it was just like, terror if yep. the chick was Definitely. out. Or deep existential size, if the chick was in its cage.
0: Bella's approximately 750 times larger. Yeah,
1: no, it is, it is, uh, probably more. Like, yeah, yeah. Uh, literally a one ounce ball of fluff. Like, it is absolutely insane. But yes, it was very, very funny and a little sad, but mostly funny to watch this war beast just like flee anytime this chicken was around. One
0: of Bella's wa- favorite ways to play. Uh huh. Is you smack her in the face with mm-hmm. one of her toys and then she like like goes after yeah, it yeah. with her job. Yeah. Like and but Bella sees sees essentially a dandelion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And is like, that's gonna fuck me
1: up. It's it's very cute. She's also terrified of squirrels and cats. So I guess this is somewhat on <laughs> brand.
0: <laughs> I love that dog.
1: <laughs> yeah, she's a good dog. So, anyways, that was the five days of my life. I have never been more sleep deprived. I I think like in college, once you, I stayed up for punchy. like fifty-six hours. Yeah. Uh And that was dumb, and I was like, kind of seeing things out of the corners Uh of my eyes. And this was the only other time in life I can remember, like the edges of my vision just being kind of floaty. Um, (laughs) But you did it. Yeah, we did it, and the chicken has a good home, and we get chicken updates, and it's adorable. And I'm I'm very happy that we did it. Uh, And I I do miss the chick in some ways. I miss. It was very cute. You know, you're like working on your laptop, chips sleeping on your chest you know you get a little chicken shit on you it's not the end of the world like yeah it just there were some very very cute moments along the way but also like you know we started this process not really knowing what we were getting into and it very quickly became clear that we were we're in over our heads and we're mm-hmm. going to have to scramble to find a way to get this chick somewhere where it wouldn't drive us literally insane uh hilariously my wife at the end of this was like I think this has really confirmed to me that I, I don't think I want kids. And I was like, wouldn't the more reasonable assertion, like, I'm fine with that. But like, wouldn't the more reasonable assertion be you don't want chickens? And that was not the more reasonable assertion. Yeah. In Come on,
0: <laughs> <laughs> What you actually need are more chickens. Yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, literally, she was like, should we get another baby chick so that he has a friend? And I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? You crazy person. That's how it happens. That is exactly how it happens. <laughs> and, that's, and that's how uh, our apartment became a chicken flock
0: that's fine yeah
1: it's inevitable
0: you can't fight it you can't fight it uh that's a great story
1: it was it was a special thing to happen uh i I am glad we did it and i'm also glad that the chicken has a a better home (laughs) another home a different home (laughs) a different home (laughs) all right so that's the chicken story let's get into some news that actually affects anyone that isn't me um
0: the fbi <laughs> it's doing shit michael
1: i'm not sure that affects anyone anyway that's but true. yes it
0: is i don't even think it affects the, the fbi or trump
1: yeah i guess it affects some of Trump's followers who keep killing themselves um <laughs> well, oh well yeah. <laughs> darn damn shame um <laughs> yeah let's let's walk through this a little bit zach just just the basics everyone knows what happened just everyone knows quick. what
0: happened but like uh last week i guess i don't know time's a construct uh the fbi raided mar-a-lago and took some what they're saying are classified documents yeah
1: and this set off a a lot of things so many things so many things and i don't even know if we can go <laughs> through them all but you have trump's sort of revolving door of explanations including yep. my favorite his standing order that any documents he takes mm-hmm. home are de by, declassified by the act yep. of him taking them mm-hmm. home, which is very I very funny. It. Yeah. Very very funny because one, there's no evidence this actually existed, and two, uh, that's not how anything works. No. It's not how well, anything well. works because if you declassify something, it's subject to like public records requests. Mm-hmm. So you can't just be like, ah, I'm gonna take some nuclear secrets. <laughs> it's fine. Anyone <laughs> anyone with a website or with an internet connection can request this. It's no bigs. <laughs> uh, like. I, I want to get to our take on it. But yeah, that's the, the revolve.
0: His Trump, like, I don't care that much, which we'll get to. Yeah. But like, the man's ability to like say 17 different lies yeah, instead yeah, of yeah. one, always good.
1: It's it's very, very good how, like, seeing somebody workshop mm-hmm. their defense in yeah, real time. Yeah,
0: to work on their type five. It's like catching a stand up on yeah, tour. Yeah. You know, you're like, oh, I see the tweaks you're doing. Uh uh-huh, huh. Uh-huh. Um,. The other thing I want to mention there before you get to the other the other parts of this is uh, my favorite bit of that was a lawyer. I think it was one of Trump's lawyers saying the FBI, there was nothing there, but the FBI may have planted something.
1: Oh, yeah, that was special. I thought that I was like, that I
0: actually like that as like, no matter what happens... It's not our
1: fault. Yeah, well, I think that's good. Hey, listen, there's some historical precedents.
0: I mean, I will say they're not wrong. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: like, and we'll get to sort of the uh, the failures of the red brown alliance uh, yes. when it comes to this because I think it is <laughs> worth discussing a little bit. Oh, for sure. Uh, other things that are funny and interesting. Um, the conservatives are ready for civil war. <laughs> they're just ready they're just they're just game man it's it's kind of wild how wild. it doesn't really matter what it is that mm. sets them off they are going to show up with their guns at fbi offices and get god.
0: Man, I just wish they were better (laughs) at it. It's so close to being exciting.
1: Yeah, yeah. The enemy of my enemy is still my enemy. So I'm really happy when these people Mm -hmm. are fighting. But like, yeah, you need to, you need to, your little tactical gear is not working out for you so well, my guy.
0: It's frustrating. They they go to schools and they're really good at this. But no, they go to show up to the FBI and they can't fucking get in the door. The fuck is wrong with you, people? Come on, guys. Come on. I, I thought I thought this was what the militias were for. Yeah, I'm sorry. Did, did you did you did you read the Second Amendment or not? <laughs> uh, and then like the libs, Michael. Ugh. What's going on with
1: the libs? The I, le-
0: your Lev Parnai. Yeah, you
1: know I, I'm sort of torn here <laughs> because on the one hand, of course, the libs are insufferable. This is yeah. this is their crowning achievement. Yeah. they don't care that. 90 percent of the policies we're passing today are just trump era policies that doesn't matter to them of course because now they got the bad guy they think they got the bad guy they done
0: cheeto the cheeto's out of the office yeah yeah he
1: they and and to hear them talk about it he he is really going down this time (laughs) it's gonna happen and uh trump is about to be compromised to permanent yeah on the one hand (laughs) <laughs> Guys, Trump is not going to jail. It's just not happening. It's just not happening.
0: Random dudes who made 300 grand a year during 08 who destroyed the global economy didn't go to jail. You yeah. think Trump, the president is going to jail?
1: We we exist in a nation for people that do crimes like this. Like you and I have no money and we have too much money to go to jail. Yeah. And like I think it's but so okay, on the other hand, I think this is a moment where you gotta give it to them a little bit. They got their raid, they got their dramatic moment, and like there might be some form of consequences for someone along the way for this. (laughs) It's not gonna be Trump, but maybe for someone. I don't know. Somebody might have a thing. Somebody might go to white people jail for five minutes. That could happen. And so (laughs) You might go to that Epc jail where you get out during the day. Where you get to go home. (laughs) Go home and do more crimes. Like (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that jail. The jail where you get to do more crimes during because that's your day job is doing crime. Incredible stuff. Um, but, you know, I, I'll i give it to them a little bit. They got their moment. They got their moment. They're the worst about it, I but know. they got their moment.
0: I, I hate that I have to be like, okay, all right, the Mueller countdown, people. I guess, all right.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Suddenly that podcast being forgiven, uh, its PPP loan makes sense. We needed it. <laughs> Mueller, she wrote.
0: I, yeah, I can't believe that podcast.
1: Anyway. Anyways. Um, Zach, why don't we get to your take
0: on this? So I think there's like, I'm going to start out with the take, the, the thing I'm responding to. Because it feels like there's a fairly ubiquitous, even somewhat on the left, though a little bit less so, that like what Trump did was bad. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing I hate Trump. I think I have enough audio of me saying yeah, that, yeah, yeah. that. I hope you assume that. Trump is obviously an evil guy. Trump deserves to be in the darkest hole in jail for the rest of his life. Yeah. Being. Beaten with bats uh, and other implements. Let's yeah, not be bats specific. You want. Yeah. yeah, socks filled with d- get medieval. Yeah, yeah. There's some there's some stuff there. I despise Trump. He is he is he. But here's the thing: taking do- nuclear documents or any kind of documents or any kind of secret, whether you intend to use it for whatever reason you use it, away from the secret pan- like uh, center. Of the Panopticon, it's only good and awesome and hilarious. (laughs) You can't, here's the thing, anything the U.S. government is evil and should be destroyed is an illegitimate, awful institution. Anything you do to weaken that, Mm -hmm. Trump isn't doing it for good reasons. He's not Edward Snowden. But even pulling an accidental Snowden, (laughs) it's just a positive, it is at worst fucking hilarious. If Trump pulled out like random weapon secrets, that's good. Anything we know more about our government? is awesome they have lost any legitimacy to keep any secrets so i think it's just hilarious i am not worried about it i don't think this matters i don't care i mean he can go to jail he and the fbi fighting each other is awesome yeah but like i don't care that he stole secrets from the evil place (laughs) from the white supremacist slave nexus yeah you know i just don't feel that bad about their secrets floating out from a reality show dumbass i think that's good and funny and like i just think like you should not be upset about America's secrets. Like that is the least thing. Like there's lots of reasons to be worried about Trump, about him being reelected 100% in 2024. Yeah. But this is funny.
1: Uh, yeah, I think I think it. Anything you can do to weaken America's security apparatus, <laughs> yeah, uh, undeniably a good thing. Come on. <laughs> um, I don't really care how evil the people you're sending these secrets to are. I promise you, we're more evil. Come like, on. It's, yeah. it's, it's fine. Uh, I think it's very funny that this moment of crowning achievement for the Libs, that we got we got them, guys, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Ultima- ultimately comes down to paperwork, because of, of course, course, it, does. Of course because it does. Because there is no critique <laughs> that Libs can really have of right. the actual policies and beliefs of a President Trump. Trump right. is not uniquely evil. And that is the thing that like, right. we just need to understand is every American president is this evil. Every American president does crimes like this. like. Biden is finishing the wall. Like like that's so weird. It's so funny. Biden is the one that wants ten billion dollars for a yep. hundred thousand more cops and surveillance tech. Yep. Why would we want something like that? Oh, I don't know. Like they didn't just like overthrow some interesting right recently. Yeah, that did would they? that would be weird if huh. those things were connected at all. Huh. Um but yeah, so like every president is this evil, but when presidents are incompetent and evil, it's only funny and good. It's only hilarious. I I love me an incompetent president. Um. (laughs)
0: And I also do think it's a a bit of cheap hypocrisy, but this is Hillary's emails. Hillary had like private servers filled with tons of classified shit. In not very well secured in in her house. Mm -hmm. Like it's literally the same thing. And so like I of course think they should all both go to jail for various other crimes. But I agree, I think that's like a great point. That like it's never a critique of Trump, right? It's never like he was a giant racist fascist who wanted to push our country slightly closer to the Nazis. Mm-hmm like it's more like he weakened America. It's yeah, he like weakened dude, that's the, the only thing I
1: like about this guy. The American Imperial Net- network has become compromised. It's like, well, I you can't tell me that's a bad thing.
0: Yeah, like he's he's a dumbass and the dumbassery is the is the best part.
1: Yeah, it's it's very funny <laughs> when you see, I see libs like retweeting fucking um, Absolutely, it really sums it up for me that like you see Libs retweeting John fucking Bolton, right? Being like, this yeah. is bad, and it's like if John Bolton thinks it's bad, it's probably <laughs> fucking good. It's probably extremely base, like
0: so evil. Yeah, I can't. You can't overstate John Bolton's evil.
1: No, it is literally impossible. To like John but- Bolton is Hitler.
0: Like, that's not a joke. He just no, is It's not an exaggeration.
1: Hitler. He is doing genocides as we speak. Like, he's on there being like, well, you know, I I, I know coups because I've done a few. That was
0: so crazy. Fucking that second. was so crazy. Guy doesn't follow up. She's like, uh-huh.
1: Yeah. What the fuck, man? We don't have news in this country. We just have PR campaigns. It's really <laughs> wild. Uh, but, yeah. So, yeah. I, I think you nailed the take that, like, Sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Send Trump to jail, please. You, please. give it your best shot. You've been trying for a while now. I want you to have this win. I know you need this. I know how much you need this. But just please don't ask me to pretend that a second Biden presidency is going to be much better for America. Uh, or let me say this: better in the ways that matter. Yeah. Better in the ways yeah. like like yes. I'll give you. Biden is better for the the most like ex- exploited people in this world, in our country than than Trump. By, like, 3%. I'll, I'll give it to you. Sure. But, like, <laughs> in in all the ways, like, Biden is doing nothing to stop the climate apocalypse. No. In many ways, accelerating it just as fast as not I faster Trump. I would say, Trump. Yeah, yeah. His COVID response has been undeniably worse. not saying Trump's second-term COVID response would have been better, but, like, if we're just comparing the two COVID responses, it's actively worse. Uh, and there's a lot of wars being started right now. So many wars. Just, like... I- got ukraine going on we got this taiwan stuff my hot
0: take is that ukraine wouldn't have happened under a trump presidency
1: yeah i I don't i don't think so which means you would
0: have tens of thousands of people alive that aren't now
1: um it certainly would have been different um and so just please don't ask me to think of trump as being special or unique in his evil or or this crime as being like this is a crime against decorum <laughs> yeah, against standards and practices yeah. against against hr memos it and is. i just can't work up that much energy it's a crime to against the fucking deep state and like sure yeah if, if this is how you get him, if this is how you get fine get, get if this is if this is your racketeering case that mm-hmm. or if this is your tax evasion that takes down the organized crime sure fine whatever good but like yeah. don't ask me to treat this as some special and unique evil when obama's out there bombing hospitals
0: yeah yeah no and, and by doing. The same thing. Yeah. And starting wars. And, and antagonizing China. Yeah. Even a Pelosi lot. A lot. Or just antagonizing China for no reason. Can we just
1: have a brief fuck you to Ed Markey for participating in that shit? That like, was a real disappointment. It is It is really fuck upsetting off. to see American progressives just turn into war hawks the second they set off American soils. And I use the term progressive loosely. But I know, I that, know. his campaign was. Mar- you know? Mar- Mar- Markey has...
0: You know, fought, said he stands for certain progressive things, and and so it's really disappointing. Yeah. And Pelosi going to Taiwan, like yeah, this shit is incredible. just like wildly evil. Yeah. All over the place, and and anyway, all and, and like also the, the the last point probably there is just that Trump is the Republican Party, right? Even if Trump dies tomorrow, DeSantis is no different because they stand for a fairly unified thing. Yeah. Dumb asses.
1: Yeah. Dumbasses. yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think I think mistaking the fact that they that, that the right had a demagogue mm-hmm. often means that people think if you take down the demagogue, right. the ideology will die. But the truth is like. There are there are many princes in the kingdom, and yeah. DeSantis is the most obvious one right yes. now. But they they don't really care. They'll, no. They threw behind Marjorie Taylor Green like they don't give a shit. Like no. they, anyone that's willing to say the shtick, mm-hmm. uh, will will have the support until, of course, you know the other thing that happens in conservative circles <laughs> is the second you step out of line, uh, they, you get punished for it. Yeah. But like that's the thing. There's a line. They have a party Let's line. Say.
0: Yeah. They like, have they have a party.
1: Yeah. The Democrat party isn't a party. Um, and yeah, and I, I, I think it's really wild that we live in a world where Roe can be repealed yep. and there is no revolution, yep. but like Trump does a crime <laughs> and gets caught for it because it is a crime. Like yeah, I'm course. not oh, denying that yeah, it's a yeah, crime. Yeah. It can be a silly crime, but it's yeah. a crime yeah. and, and people are willing to die for this shit. It's just like, guys, we are so far fucking behind the curve.
0: Yeah. If you couldn't, if you ne- couldn't have a, uh, more neat Example of why we're losing, yeah. you know, just perfect little synecdoche right there.
1: Uh, Pretty wild stuff. So we've mentioned Ro a few times sort of in talking about mm. things, but yeah, mm. we haven't really done our so Ro. We, we've
0: been celebrating for the last six weeks. <laughs> just like
1: up. It's not you know, a funny like, joke, Zachary. Life, life
0: willing. <laughs> I'm
1: going to take the sip of coffee, <laughs> contemplate the ways in which I'm going to abort you. <laughs> and we're moving forward. Um, So, yeah, what have we seen in the wake of Roe? I think Um,
0: it's been really interesting how quickly. So, like, first the first thing that happened was there were some protests and, mm -hmm. like, there should be more protests. And, like, I know there are people out there fighting for it. And I I know in any way want to minimize the work that is being done by the people, like, through networks and abortion providers and things like that. But if we're talking about the discourse, Mm -hmm. TM, it's crazy how, like, it got—how instantly it got internalized, like, in sort of, like—and t- then just, like, the ripples happened, and now the pond—surface of the pond is smooth again. Yeah. Like, it's crazy how it just got—like, yeah, like, women are just getting arrested, and, like, medical care isn't happening in these states. Doctors these, like, are turning women. in patients, yeah. like— Rapidly. Fuck yeah. the—ACAB includes those doctors, and— democrats have just moved to fundraising and running on it
1: Yep. that's it that's all that's all you're getting is fundraising emails and we knew that was gonna happen of but course. it's still pretty wild to see it happen there were some like legit protests in la briefly mm-hmm. um yeah so of course the cops came out and did their fascism thing Obviously. um hardcore and and that got some coverage but i think the moment i knew that like we were doomed at least in the like current iteration is when the discourse very quickly became what is acceptable protesting and and we've already sort of Mm. moved on from this but there was like a multiple week period Mm. where libs were debating how appropriate it is to protest at a supreme court justice's house and i just again we're talking about like things that are clarifying right like like it's very clarifying to me that like Libs will never protect us. Libs are not interested in protect us. They just wanna do civility discourse. It's the one thing they have. Yeah. Is that no matter how bad things get, they're gonna be nice about it. It doesn't matter that their their opponent, ostensible opponent is literally ripping rights out of them. They're like left, right and center. None of that matters. Trans kids safety doesn't matter. No. Uh, women's no. r- uh, rights when it comes to like just being able to access health care. None of that matters. Mm-hmm. They don't give a shit about any of it. They just want you to not yell too much. They don't want you going to restaurants because they like restaurants. They don't want their restaurants disturbed by your petty begging for rights. Yeah. Um, it was really wild to see that sort of unfurl in real time. and, and Yeah, J- Joe Biden being like,
0: never, 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 never violence, and talking about oh my uh, God, protests.
1: Yeah. And it's like,
0: hmm, it's interesting how they don't want that. I wonder yeah. if that would be effective.
1: Hmm. Hmm. I don't know. Just We should be burning down a lot more things.
0: In France, like, it's wild in France. Like, in America, they're like, don't protest outside this dude's house. In France, it's like, they're going to burn down that house. Yeah. again. Talking about France is good politically. I know is loaded. But, like, those people know how to fucking protest. Yeah,
1: or we can go to, like, uh, countries in South America. Like, there are some legit fucking protests. Yeah, Mexico.
0: They protest. Women literally burn shit down over abortion.
1: Hell yeah. And uh, and it's just... It's kind of wild to see. And I don't know what the answer is. uh, Because, yeah, there's it's really fascinating to watch like the entire apparatus of our medical profession just abandoned patients and yeah i think you know we were talking about this just privately a few days ago but just i think it really immediately you saw people being denied health care that wasn't even directly abortion related just pharmacies being like ah, we're not going to fill this because it could be used as an abortion drug yep. and like people just not being able to access care instantaneously mm-hmm. often in preparation for yeah. potential laws, mm-hmm. like not even things that were on the books yet. Just people choosing to deny other people yeah. care just on the off chance that this might come back and haunt them later. It's it's going to sound loaded, but I think I, I, I'm doing choosing
0: this intentionally. This sort of state demands a lot of collaborators. Yeah. And it's really disappointing unfortunately not surprising
1: how many people are
0: just like yeah okay
1: yeah, yeah. and I, I think it really says something about what our healthcare system is yeah. and how like if you had a healthcare system that was designed to care for people i think people would feel incentivized to continue doing that even in the face of opposition or laws mm-hmm. uh, but instead we have a situation where well this is just des- this isn't really here for you anyway this is just right. designed to exploit as much money as it can be yeah. extracted from you anyway so why would we fuck with the money train like like, we don't give a shit if you get health care. That's exactly. never been the point. Like, exactly. That's the purpose of it. And so it is, I'm not denying that there are absolutely doctors ri- risking their personal safety to perform these things and, and make sure this access exists. And seriously, thank you to anyone who's involved in any of sort of mutual aid organization that is helping people access this care um, because people need it. And yeah. as, as everybody knows, it's a cliche to say at this point. Bans on abortion don't stop abortions. They just mean more people die. Yeah, of course. um, But it is really staggering to watch our entire medical apparatus writ large, speaking nationally, just kind of roll over and play dead. Yeah. Uh, Because there is a real opportunity here for resistance. Well, yeah.
0: No, the moment, and here's what's rich about it, and I I know you know where I'm
1: going with this,
0: but the moment you were like, I think insulin, a drug you can almost make in your
1: backyard. Yeah, yeah, a drug that costs around $35 to make. Um, like a, a, huge a huge amount. Huge amount of, like, yeah. You can make like a
0: truck full
1: mm-hmm. of insulin for like
0: 30 bucks. But the moment you're like, maybe there should be some mild price controls on this. Every consultant descends yeah. on Washington with, with bricks of cash, and probably compromise if we're being honest being like, hey, Cory Booker, etc. you can't do this. And if you do even anything like this, it can't be for 10 years when obviously the law will be repealed between yeah. now and then. But you want to get rid of health care for roughly half the population, essential health care that will lead to thousands of deaths every year, maybe tens, interestingly silent. They were fucking silent. They didn't care at all they didn't like they weren't lobbying to keep this they weren't like if the medical establishment wanted you to have abortion you'd fucking have it congress works for them
1: i think that's a great point um it's uh it's a real dark timeline yeah as far as that goes it's not fun it's uh it's not great to see don't love it don't love it but here we are and uh i think the the only thing i have to say on sort of the evangelical uh yeah. thing because we talked about this a little bit like they're not crowing like yeah, the stock gets leaked and they're not crowing and i think that is largely continued uh-huh. and i think that's very interesting i think it's it's the right place strategically but it's wild to see it play out it's strange it like they just got quiet they got what they wanted and they knew to shut the fuck up about it and that is kind of insane you saw some of these people making comments like yeah i sure. think it's good yeah, yeah yeah uh and a lot of people sort of transitioning to, into the sort of like liz brunig like bullshit like oh we need to we need to make sure we're providing more for women They got her off twitter though did they she
0: fucking she fucking went like got argue with a ton of people and she's like stopped running her account incredible so posted sense basically i love it in, like weeks
1: um yeah fuck liz brunig um yeah, but like yeah that sort of like Oh, well, now we need now we need to have yeah, yeah, like yeah. like a I mean,
0: that's so dishonest. Yeah, fuck
1: you, man. like <laughs> there's nothing. What there was to stopping it. you before. Like, right.
0: there there's nothing. Families have been struggling for decades. Like it's not yeah. even mentioning it means you're not a serious person.
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely. And especially this idea that, like, church charity is going to stand in the gap which is well, something yeah. that has existed going back to reagan this of idea course. that like oh well private private uh you know churches and nonprofits that's what's going to carry we don't need to get yeah. the government and this in is that.
0: this is a leftist thing but yeah. charity's bad not because charity's bad but because the existence of charity means that like it's a band-aid covering a gushing artery yeah and like we need to like stop using it as a fig leaf
1: yeah and, and it it's also just incapable of meeting the need like that's, uh, that's what i we, mean yeah i So I watched a documentary recently called A Place at the Table that was, Mm -hmm. like, shockingly very good. Most documentaries on systemic issues, this is about hunger in America, are not very good. This one had Jeff Bridges in it uh, as the narrator, which was very funny, but he is evidently a thing. And, again, it had some of that celebrity element, but it was actually much more effective than most of these, like, sort of vaguely progressive Mm -hmm. docs at Mm -hmm. identifying the ways in which, systemically, we just don't care about people being hungry in this country. And one of the things they pointed out is, like, we have been doing the charity approach for decades, and we have more hungry people now than when we started. Exactly. It is incapable of fixing exactly. the problem until we address, and they very clearly said, until we address the issue of poverty, there will always be hunger. And, like,
0: yeah, it's something it, like 10 million kids a day are hungry. Yeah. and uh, again, in this country if, alone,
1: we've talked about it before, but Democrats cut child poverty in half and then set it right back up incredible stuff incredible uh, yeah stuff. no
0: and i mean the goal of this movement i think it's important like and and lots of leftist podcasts have talked about this but i i think it's i think one of the reasons they're quiet is that we've talked about this being the first step but they want to privatize everything they want to get rid of everything they want there to mm-hmm. be only charity and corporations right like you know desantis is you know talking about you know having people that don't have college degrees teach school yeah you know because they're veterans um they they're going after public schools. They hate public schools. Oh my god! My, my family hates public schools, and, and and it's it's been a it's been part of the rights thing for forever. Yeah. And and I think like they will not. They they've pretty successfully defunded them, and I think they will the way I wish we were doing police. But they are going to choke out public schools. They're going to choke out every single public good they're going to sell off every road they can to private corporations all the mineral rights this is like part like it's it's they will of course and then of course they'll say they have no legislation over these things Mm -hmm. right so then things like like uh segregation are brought back it's like hey like listen it's not in this public space but there's no public space anymore yeah right and so this is this is just step one into the privatization of everything including unfortunately your body and 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 they're dismant- its a really effective dismantling project, and and, and it's working. And I think there's—it's really dark. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's why true. they're quiet. Uh,
1: <laughs> the only thing I would say to that is like, this is not step one. This no, is like no, step right. five. I, I, like, right, right. But but it is um, accelerating. It, I, mean, I mean, step one from now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I think I think it's a great point to talk about, like you know, starting with the CRT stuff and then the trans, uh, yep. like health, just trans healthcare being defunded yep. so uh, in in yep. Florida, like for adults. Like, fucking wild shit. Uh, But, yeah, in all of these things, one of the unifying factors is, like, yes, we just want you to not be able to be yourself in public or, like, exist in public. Um,
0: And every single public good will be taken from you. Yeah,
1: and you see that with the school stuff. You see that with the grooming discourse that... Mm gains all of this momentum simply by defining the existence of a queer trans person in public as grooming. Like, yeah, that's what all the obsession about drag queen mm, story time is. It's just if you exist as a as a non cishet person in public, then you are a groomer, according to these people. And like, what does that mean? It means they want you to not be able to exist in public. It's I mean, it's it's an old canard, yeah. but it's it's disgusting how effectively they're bringing it back. And, and I,
0: I really think it's like talking with a really good friend of mine about this and it's like it's war and the problem is not that democrats aren't that three percent better yeah though i think we can quibble over that three percent depending on the day sometimes they feel like it's closer to zero but that like the democrats are collaborators i want to use that word again active collaborators with these people and they will not stop them it's not that like because I think there's a bit of a lib discourse that like we can't focus on Democrat failures. Like I'll acknowledge all the genocide and war mm-hmm, and other shit mm-hmm. that Joe Biden's doing, but we can't work, but deal with them because we have to stop the Republicans. And like I agree, I agree we have to stop the Republicans, but the Democrats are also the Republicans. We have yeah. to, they are not different. They're faces on different faces on wings the same. Wings on a coin. bird, wings know. on a bird. Yeah, like and so like, unfortunately, we have to stop kill them both. <laughs> <laughs>
1: In Minecraft, <laughs> <laughs> I have movements. We have to yeah. kill both movements. Movements, yes. Uh, <laughs> very good. I. It is a weird time to be alive.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: And uh, we have one more topic to discuss, but let's maybe just take a moment. Like, I like. My mental health sort of vacillates wildly between, like, mm-hmm. I am able to shut off the part of my brain that thinks about this long enough to function in the world. Yeah, of course. And just being completely overwhelmed by the fact that we are living in this time where everything is accelerating and getting worse so fucking fast. And it feels like it almost doesn't matter what battle you pick because every front is losing. Right. And, uh, and they're all interconnected. Like, mm-hmm. you know one of the things I'm very passionate about is is the abolition of the police because I feel like it is a necessary precursor to making progress on any of these movements You cannot have effective Ah. climate change in a world with the police state like what are we seeing now we're seeing climate activists get arrested for peaceful protests like it just it can't function and and so that is where I spend a lot of my like mental and physical energy and yet you know I just don't see the progress we need to be making and that's tough and it's just sort of sort of bounces back and forth between ah, eh, shut it down just do the work don't fucking think mm-hmm. about it you know yeah. get involved and then just like uh yeah i just don't see i don't see the next handhold <laughs> like yeah and and the truth is that like probably what will happen is as these things accelerate and destabilize new things will come to light they're like the, things the one thing we can say about like where we're at in this country is like things are shifting fast um very very quickly and that that is mostly a bad thing but it potentially can create opportunities for Mm. change like we've seen with the labor movement where like there is all of a sudden a real labor movement in this country that, like, is still a lot smaller than it needs to be. But yeah. real and meaningful labor yeah. that is being fought very actively because we they know how effective a real labor movement in this country would be. Right. Um. But, yeah, it's very interesting to see, like, Starbucks, Amazon, these companies yeah. that for decades were held up as, like, Oh, you know, these are good corporations. They, they're socially progressive. They give money to Democrats. Howard
0: Schultz was going to be uh, Secretary of Labor for Hillary Clinton.
1: Yep. Um, and and here they are just doing the most like Pinkerton-ass <laughs> shit you've seen in a while. It's like, crazy. There is some desperation there. Anyways, I'm I'm just talking now, through the I, shit that runs through my brain I constantly.
0: Think, like, the, I genuinely do think, and then we can get to our last thing. The, we constantly return to the question of what do we do? And I think labor is our, 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 our the closest thing we have to uh, an effective counter at this point. Yeah. yeah. And and I think without an insane amount of destruction, mm-hmm.
1: labor is the only way to do it without, like, so many people dying. Yeah. I think, um you know, you were having your conversation with yes. a buddy yes. about, about violence and yeah. him being like, well, I just – I can't see – good things happening through mm. violence and uh, yeah. you know that's a big topic of course where you have to define a lot of terms and get very specific about what you mean yeah but i always think to myself when people bring that up it's just like we are living in such violent times our current yeah. system yeah, is yeah, so yeah. fucking violent it doesn't matter where you look it doesn't matter if you look at covid and now monkeypox mm. response the fucking let it rip let it ride And yeah. it doesn't matter how many people die Uh, If you're looking at, you know, abortion rights, incredibly violent. If you're looking at mass incarceration, incredibly violent. If you're looking at all the wars we keep fucking starting, incredibly violent. The U.S. is an arms manufacturer. Mm. It's its entire purpose. Like there is so much violence happening in our system at every level that to say like it is wrong to violently oppose these things. Uh, to me seems like it very much misunderstands. Not to say that there's not value in peaceful and nonviolent practices as a means of resisting. Yeah, yeah. We've talked about that before. And Quakers, et cetera. Mennonite traditions, like there there are places to plug in for real nonviolent resistance that is meaningful mm. and active. Yeah, the labor course. movement is a largely nonviolent of resistance like and we support that entirely but like let's not fucking kid ourselves yeah we are living in extremely violent times and and the deaths that are happening at the hands of covid at the hands of healthcare being withheld at the hands of our further criminalization of homelessness mass incarceration i could go on and on like of all course. of these things are the violence that is being done to us every day and at a certain point you have to have all options on the table when you think about how to handle it not not calling for anything no because we'd get crushed yeah uh, right now but uh you know just if we're talking about violence, let's talk about all the violence.
0: Yeah, right. and I, yeah, I think that's very well stated.
1: Let's move on to our final point. We're back to funny. We're, we're back, back to, to fun. funny. I I never love
0: funny. Uh,
1: <laughs> the Department of Justice has opened an investigation into the Southern Baptist Convention. So funny. It's so good. It's so good. Uh, again, we're right back to the enemy of my enemy is still my enemy. Yeah. And, uh, i And but I'm just like fuck yeah, let's go. Let's fucking go, man. Like. In the same way that I'm like, yeah, if you can get Trump in prison, fucking go for it. Yeah, why not? Is how I feel like, like there will be no justice in this. You cannot have justice through our current justice system. It's not what it's designed for. But if there are consequences for some of these people, even as a prison abolitionist. No good
0: people are going to get hurt. Yeah. Who
1: cares? I I am very excited. So essentially uh, the Department of Justice, there's not a ton of information out right now because all that's happened is the Department of Justice has issued some subpoenas to the Southern Baptist Convention. Mm -hmm. And the convention said, yeah, 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 obviously some bad things things happened in the past but the people that are here now want nothing but good things so so we're cooperating fully and and that's probably all you're going to hear for a bit Mm -hmm. uh but not that you
0: really have an option with the department (laughs) we're cooperating Uh uh-huh cool good
1: for you yeah Yeah, i'm really impressed (laughs) well done uh, but it is a fascinating thing, and I hope—I do hope—for victims, uh, especially because so many of these victims do differ politically from us, that this feels validating, that it feels I validating so. to be heard, to to be to have these crimes be acknowledged mm. as such, hopefully in a real and material way, yeah, um, and beyond just issuing some subpoenas. But I, I hope that this matters for people. Me and too. I, I hope that people, and I think that the other thing I will say that. This is undeniably good for is I, I hope that for people that are sort of on the outskirts of the Southern Baptist mm-hmm. Convention or even just like casually connected to the evangelical world, this might help some people rethink some things. I don't think it's going to change things for the SBC die yeah, yeah, they're, yeah. they're going down with the ship. Like that's that's not <laughs> going to change. If it was going to change, it would have happened by now. Like all of these things sure. have been discussed yeah, yeah, yeah. very publicly by victims for for decades. But like I do hope that in sort of the continued... Like as the SBC continues to just bleed members, that this mm. will assist in that process of making this institution less powerful. Yeah, um, Because what I ultimately want is the destruction of the Southern Baptist Convention. That is Always. only a good thing in my life. There's nothing there worth preserving. And I've talked about this before, that when I yeah. started... I was maybe a little more in the mind, that like, oh, there are some good people trying to do good things in this thing. And as we have studied the theology and and political backgrounds of these these institutions and figures, I've just come to the conclusion that, like, no, the only thing that would be good for the church is the death of this institution. <laughs> um, and so, I hope that this assists with that death, one way or another. Whether it's actual material, like consequences for the people who did all of the heinous evil, covering yeah, up sex crime shit, and also the sex crimes uh in a lot of cases but also just for like the continued pr nightmare that being part of the southern baptist convention is and yeah, yeah, that yeah. this just if this helps like five families just be like mm, i think i think i'm gonna <laughs> go somewhere else uh that is a net positive
0: yeah it's it's like look if stuff comes out if some things are able to be foia that weren't able to be foia before mm-hmm. if like you know just like the, the justice department again it's evil, of course. But, like, you know, if they're a blunt instrument, if they break it open and you can see a little bit more into it, yeah. right? and, like, it's kind of like the Epstein uh, stuff and the uh, the Ghislaine stuff. Like, prison shouldn't exist. Mm-hmm. I will not lose sleep over Ghislaine Maxwell being in prison. I, I don't yeah, actually yeah, yeah. think there's a contradiction there, right? Like, in a more just society, she would have to be dealt with in some way. Uh, probably a little more quickly, I might add. <laughs> but, you know, I think... Uh, You can be a prison abolitionist and be, like, not losing sleep over, like, class enemies and political enemies and sexual abuser types Mm -hmm. being punished by the system, sort of, even if it's more incidental than intentional. It's like, who gives a shit? Like, that doesn't really matter. Like, I'm not fighting for Ghislaine Maxwell's freedom. (laughs) When the revolution comes, she'll just be quickly dispatched. It's fine.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it's, uh, it's definitely not something I lose sleep over. No. I, I, and I think you make a good point on like more information coming to light potentially yeah. would be a great outcome of this. I think that's, I think that's like,
0: probably the best case. Yeah,
1: because I think right now there's just such a move to like distance uh, mm-hmm. to say all of the people yeah. currently involved are great. And all of the people that were there five seconds ago those are the bad ones <laughs> uh and i Cla- just think that that fundamentally simica, misunderstands yeah. again the collaborators like yeah. i don't think jd greer has abused people himself or or no. wants to protect abusers no. but he certainly collaborated with people who did Dude, and so i have
0: no doubt he currently
1: is yeah and he's a part life motherfucker but yeah. um
0: and if he and danny a can get perp walked even if they get deposed that would be amazing that
1: would be incredible yeah. uh did you see that shirt at Southeast I did That shirt. Okay.
0: That, that shirt's amazing.
1: So <laughs> we'll go out on this because we got to get out of here. Um. <laughs> Group of, group of women at Southeastern Baptist Theological Seminary of which da- Danny Akin is the president. Danny Akin sucks for reasons we've discussed before. Uh, they wanted to support him because they think of him as being like very supportive of women being at seminary, which is not mm. traditionally a thing that Southern Baptists are into because sure. they're all sexist, misogynist freaks. Anyways, <laughs> uh, so the way that they did this was they made him a shirt that, that they thought encapsulated like his desire for women yes. to attend the seminary. Yes. And what it said was on the shirt, ladies, y'all come.
0: I gotta be honest with you, I would do anything for.
1: Incredible. To have that incredible. shirt. I, think I would a, wear that shirt every day. I would wear that shirt every single day of my life. It, I don't care. Like, funerals, don't give a shit. I'm wearing my ladies, y'all come <laughs> shirt. Like, e- people would just know, don't invite Michael. He's gonna show up in the shirt. Like, incredible stuff. They posted a tweet of it and yep. then deleted it later. And I just wanna say, I refuse to accept the idea that nobody understood what this could be interpreted no, as. This did. was a game of chicken where yes. everyone's staring at everyone else being like, so no no one's going to say it. No one's going to say it because I might come across as the dirty one if I say it. So no no one's going to say it. We're just gonna we're just gonna keep going like that. Like no one understands the implications of this. I
0: also have a theory.
1: Because
0: mm-hmm. uh, having spent some time around that accursed place, I feel like somebody definitely. Here's what happened. Here's my here's my theory. Okay. Danny said that at some point. Yeah yeah yeah. He definitely
1: was like in the middle of a thing. Oh yeah, this thing. was definitely designed as a quote for he, sure.
0: He said. I just want to say there's some people in this convention that don't think women should be here at this seminary. And I just want to say, ladies, y'all
1: come. Yep. That's 100%. 100%. Wow, wow. Absolutely. No doubt in my mind that that is a direct quote from one Danny Aiken.
0: And they were like, oh, so we should. But so that makes the chicken more likely because you can't call out the president of the seminary Mm -hmm. for saying something that could be misinterpreted.
1: It's just incredible. It's just incredible. I want to be
0: clear when you and I wear that shirt, inevitably, there will be no misinterpretation (laughs) as to what we mean
1: by it. It is just a magical thing that happened. And I'm so happy. Thank you to one of our listeners, Matt, for capturing that and sending that to us. Now that we have Um, that
0: screen grab forever.
1: Oh, so, so appreciated. Truly bringing joy (laughs) to my life in a world that does not bring a lot of joy. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right. We need to get out of here. My name is Michael Tabor. You can find me at Michael Tabor on Twitter.
0: Uh, My name is Zachary Allard. You can find me at Zachary
1: underscore Allard. Follow the pod at shitty underscore pod. Thank you guys very much for listening. And we'll see you next time. Thank